This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiri, your host, along with Frank Wolf and Tom Prince from Western New York Athletics. And we are also joined by uh, Sean Mangold, Kenmore West, and Brandon Campus, Kenmore East. I hope I have that right, guys. And we're going to talk about their alumni game coming up. That's going to be a little bit later on in the show. Uh, we're going to get you up to date on baseball, softball, lacrosse, where we are right now. So far, we're not doing too great uh, moving on, but uh, good luck to uh, those playing today. So we'll get into all of that. Morning, guys. So morning, since y'all. Roger's not here, and I know he's got to be listening. Morning, y'all. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, guys. I, I can't do the show without it, uh, but I do know what I'm doing right after the show. I'm driving in, and I see all these cool cars across the street at the Anchor Bar. And I'm like, you know, Corvettes, I'm seeing, you know, Chargers, and then I saw a 67 GTO, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going there right after the show to drool. The GTO is my favorite car, so I, I got to get over there and uh, take saw, a look. I saw them as I came in. They're oh. nice ones over there. You got that, then you've got the air show going on right now, which I've been in my glory because they're flying right over my right over my house. I'm seeing them in formation, uh, seeing some of the vintage ones that are flying Absolutely incredible. They already have areas blocked off right now uh, by the air base. Uh, so that's going to be a great time just watching those. And you watch, the, you got to believe those pilots are having a blast. It's like a giant playground out there for them. Hey, watch, look what I can do. And uh, it, it's really cool. Is that going on all weekend? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, head out to the air base, go check that out. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. All right, uh, before we get going to news and notes, we did invite Brian Baker, head coach of uh, Wilson Girls Basketball, to call in talk about a uh, camp that he does every year. And uh, it's well-received. I mean, Brian's one of the most respected uh, basketball coaches in the area. So uh, we have him on every year to talk about this. Good morning, Brian. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, bud? Doing great. Looking forward to the day. It looks like the weather's going to be great. Maybe hit the... Uh... At the golf course, maybe uh, try and bet a couple of the ponies, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Today's the, the um, Belmont. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Frank, you're our horse expert. Are we going to have a uh, a Triple Crown winner this year? Are we yeah, absolutely. A, we are? Yes. All right. So justifies, justifies can go the distance yep. in this one. No chance anybody beats him today. Absolutely none. Wow. All right, that's exciting stuff. Brian, as I mentioned, every year we do, uh, we have you on to talk about this uh, camp. Get us uh, informed uh, as to what you got going on there at Wilson. Uh, we have our, our annual um, co-ed, co-ed camp, basketball camp at Wilson. Um, it's Monday, June 25th, and it goes to Thursday, June 28th. Um, the age levels are entering second grade through entering seventh grade. 
in the morning from 8 to 11, and then entering 8th grade all the way up to 11th grade uh, from 12 to 3. And that camp um, only costs $65, and right now currently we're at about 115 pre-registers, and we usually get usually between 30 to 40 walk-ups. So um, the numbers look great this year, and it's been increasing every year. Outstanding. And, you know, people don't realize how important camps and clinics are to learning the fundamentals of the game, no matter whether it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever, hockey. You need to, you need to know your fundamentals. Yeah, and the one nice thing about this camp is we bring back some old players, uh, very energetic kids. Uh, we have a great coaching staff. We have a lot of the uh, coaches from the area, a lot of the Niagara Leans League coaches. Um, the director, Brett Sipple, does a great job. He is now uh, also in charge of the Lockport basketball camp, so he, he does that. And, you know, like I said, every year uh, the numbers are increasing, and we have not raised the price probably in about four or five years. So we're just trying to get kids there, trying to get kids involved and uh, let them have some fun their first week off of school. You know what's pretty cool is that uh, your players love playing for you, and I, you know, I see the them message you all the time, especially right around your birthday. You'll get a gazillion uh, messages. They have to be excited when they can return and and get to work with uh, Coach Bakes. Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite part of the camp is the the younger kids. You know, the second, third, fourth graders, and you know, we got some pretty athletic kids that can still play, and you know, we usually have a, a coach's dunk contest and. You know, over the years, some of the coaches now need to dunk with a tennis ball. They can't really get the basketball anymore, but it's it's a lot of fun, and the kids the kids really enjoy it. And you know, I'm, I'm very lucky to be working in Wilson, and they've been great to me. And the players and kids have been awesome. Outstanding. Now, uh, our buddy Nate Butel, what does he got going on? I saw him tweet something. What is it? The BCN uh, ANY or something like that, or BCNY? So um, I'm the Bikani rep for Section Six Girls now, and they do a summer hoops fest every year um, in Johnson City and last year um, Nate, Nate took it over Nate started coaching it with myself and uh, Ron Stepien from Sacred Heart uh, but I just want to get the information out because this is for all Section 6 um, all Western New York girls basketball public private uh, the tryout dates for the Summer Hoop Festival are June 19th and that will be at Hilbert College June 20th that's at NCCC, and then June 21st is also at NCCC, and those times are from 6 to 8 o'clock at night. And in order to have an attempt to make the team, you have to be at two out of three tryouts. Um, like I said, it's down in Johnson City, and the dates of the tournament um, down in Johnson City would be August 3rd through the 5th. And it's not a huge commitment. There's the three tryout dates, and then you only are allowed to practice a couple times before you take your team down to Johnson City. And um, as well as you guys know, Nate, Nate Putel does a great job, and Ron does a great job. And I think the tryout numbers are going to be really good this year, and we're trying to bring the best team from Buffalo to Johnson City to compete. No, that's outstanding stuff, as always. Okay, if anybody needs information, they're maybe driving around in their car, how do they contact you if they want to, uh, whether it's information on, on your Wilson camp or, or stuff going on there with Nate? Uh, they can just reach me at um, my email, and my email is B-A-K-E-B-M-46 at yahoo.com, or they can contact Nate Butel, rated right at NCCC, 
And like I said, our first tryout is coming up on June 19th, and that will be at Hilbert College. So we try and space the area out so it's fair for everybody for tryouts. Now, is it sort of like, do you guys send out, I mean, because obviously, you know, you guys know a lot of coaches. Do you contact them, say, hey, listen, this is what's going on. These are the dates. Uh, I know you have this one player really would like to see that player come out. Yeah, I've sent probably five or six emails to uh, all the coaches in Western New York. Um, you know, some of them have got back to me. Sometimes they'll send a player. Uh, the big thing for this is they have to be a B Candy member. And I think a membership now for the whole school district, for the whole district, is only around 70 or $75. So I just don't want, um, you know, a coach not having a membership, uh, being the hiccup for their player not being able to try out. So um, they, ju- they do have to go online, register, and then once that happens, their player is allowed to try out. But it's a great event, and uh, it- it's taken over for the old Empire State games. That right. Phased out. Well, Brian, good stuff, and it's great talking to you, as always. Appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, enjoy your weekend. All right, you too. Brian Baker, head coach of uh, Wilson Girls Basketball, does such a great job. He's highly respected. You know, you, Every year we talk uh, girls basketball, Wilson is always in the mix. Is one of the teams that you really have to prepare for and watch out for. Do you think we'll see him July 6th at the Bison's Night Out? It's possible. Very well. He's got the well. invite. He hasn't responded yet. Uh, well, you should have said something while we had him on, Frank. What are you going to do? All right. I, I would, everyone always asks me, is it Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys? <laughs> no, you idiots. It's Brian Bakes. He coaches at Wilson. Brian Baker. Yeah, Baker. Well, we call well him Roger Baker. always has to throw in the uh, Beach Boys reference. Well, he's not here today. No, he's not here, but you filled in nicely for that. <clears throat> Thank All right, you. News and notes. Let's get into that. Ooh. I want to start off with... Uh, Coach uh, Les Simon of uh, uh, Kenmore East uh, sent me this. The Kenmore uh, West girls basketball staff is accepting applications for their annual basketball camps, which will run from July 9th through the 12th at Kenmore West High School. Girls in grades 3 through 7 will run from 8.30 to 11.30, and girls grades 8 through 12 will run from 12 to 3. Cost is $80 per player, which includes a camp T-shirt. For more information, contact head coach Jeff Martin at 949 949- 4407 that's jeff martin at 949-4407 thanks les simon it's also posted on our facebook page continue with kenmore east uh, they officially named jim badgley the head coach of the boys varsity basketball team this week he's uh, bringing over danny hannon from ken west to coach the jv boys team as well also, Billy O'Hare, a good friend of our program, is uh, heading over to Ken East as well to help Danny Hannon out on the JV and varsity squads. Um, there's some coaching openings at Mount St. Mary's. Uh, Jim Pernick, uh, his number is 877-1358. He's the athletic director at Mount St. Mary's. Uh, they have openings for tennis, indoor track, volleyball, cross country, and a few others. Uh, get a hold of uh, the athletic director, Jim Pernick, 877-1358. And what else do we have? Oh, girls hockey. It looks like an eighth team will be added this season. The three high schools are made up of Star Point, Niagara, Wheatfield, and North Tonawanda. And they would be joining the Girls Varsity Ice Hockey League this upcoming 2018. For federation, right? Yes, yes. Okay. 2018-19 hockey season. More details are coming. Uh, that was sent in by Janet and Randy Schultz. Well, they had been working, in, and I remember talking with Bill Pavone, um, about uh, a Niagara County team. Yeah. So this is something that's been in the works for a little while, so I'm glad they finally got something done. They they need the eighth team. When Nichols left, they went down to seven. So 
you know it just evens things out makes things a lot better and they have plenty of ice up there you know you got Hyde Park you got the Cornerstone rink um, so in hockey outlet if they need to so good things for girls hockey and speaking of hockey in uh, boys hockey we have a merger between Lockport and Niagara Falls, they have signed a three-year agreement that they will combine the two teams. I guess numbers were down a little bit, and they felt for competitive and safety reasons that it would be best. They have not determined a nickname yet or uniforms yet for the uh, combined squad. Yeah, there, there's going to be another combined squad in Boys Fed this year. Alden and Iroquois will make up another team as well. So the Boys Fed League is growing as well. Um, Canisius claims their 12th Supremacy Cup in the last 13 years. Basically, all that means is they're better than St. Joe's, athletically. That's you got to rub that into there to them. I right? had to say it. I, uh-huh. would, I have Canisius I think people. he's trying to cause trouble. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, well, I could smell it. I guess the Supremacy Cup is whoever wins the most state championships that year claims the title. So Canisius wins their 12th out of the last 13th. So let's go, Marauders. Okay, softball workshop. Again, Mount St. Mary's, they're going to have one coming up on August 20th from 9 to noon. It's free. Um, Jim Pernick and Coach John Rogowski are putting that on. Again, the Mount St. Mary's softball workshop. It will be right at the academy on August 20th, 9 to noon. Um, You can call 877-1358 for more information on that. That will also be up on our Facebook page. A few other things, Tony. Uh, Some Niagara Wheatfield signings. Kyle Minsky. It's going to Cortland for lacrosse. Michelle Terrebutt is going to Walsh University soccer. Taylor Benton, Bus State softball. Kyle Lachowski, NCCC basketball. Anthony Rafino, Alfred for hoops. And Amanda Wazluski, Duville for tennis and lacrosse. Um, some scores from yesterday. From well, before we get to the scores, how about uh, baseball draft? Uh, we had uh, one player from Williamsville East. Yes. He was drafted. And Charlie we had. Mack. Uh, yep, I got to see him against uh, Mary Vell. And uh, Greg Cullen is going to the Oakland Athletics. And Matt Cross from Pendleton, uh, he was picked as well. So uh, congratulations to those players that have been drafted. We're getting more and more players looked at out of Western New York than ever before. I mean, Tom, it just seems think- like every year three or four kids are getting drafted. You know, with social media, with video the way it is, there are people getting drafted. It doesn't matter what level anymore. It was kind of a conversation we went down last week that just says, as, uh, you know, when Tom was here, between Division One and Division Two and Division Three, it's now getting to the point where you could go to any level from Division One through Three at college and also be in high school and be seen and be seen easily because of video the way it is and how accessible it is for these athletes. Yeah, plus you have all the, the program, uh, you know, online programs that uh, you could go to, like Rich Sanders was telling us about, help you get uh, get noticed and matching you up with the right thing, kind of like what uh, Thomas Rapici does with uh, with his uh, uh, his service there. So you're right. It's expanded. There's more opportunities. It's uh, no longer where a scout has to jump in his car, you know, and hit the Northeast and, you know, writing everything down on a, on a notepad. It's much easier. Well, you see, we, we've got scouts that are around here, too, that are, that are stationed right here in western New York. We've also, if you remember last year when we had LG here, um, he had a scout at almost every single one of his games. I know also Charlie Mack had scouts following him this year. Well, I saw a scout at the uh, Maryville uh, Will East game. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And I'll tell you, too, where it all starts is those things you heard me talk about on one of the previous shows, and that is 
What is their exit velocity off of bat? What is their arm <clears throat> velocity as far as strength of throw? All those different things are looked at. And if, if a player meets a certain requirement of those, that's going to get you your look right there. And that's pretty much what Tom was saying last week, or PC was last week. You know, they want these, these players, do you want to get looked at? Go to a combine, get your 40 tested. You know, how much can you bench press? What, you know, how big are you? This is Division One caliber right here. Now you know. You're talking, you're going D1, you're D1. Can, how many push-ups can you do? How, many, how much can you do on the bench? You know, what's your vertical? Okay, well, this is what they're doing in D1. This is where you are. So let's rethink things here. So, yeah, good po- good points. And it's great that the, with the more success, the more scouting. Uh, I mean, we go back uh, years and years of uh, players that, you know, get got drafted. Yeah. And not everybody uh, pans out. Uh, you know, one thing I wish we could do is get updates on some of those guys that, like Jonah Heim and uh, what they're up to now. Uh, was it Anderson from Clarence? He was a pitcher. Do you recall, Tom? Yeah, the pitcher for Clarence. Yeah, Anderson. That same year, I think, as Jonah Heim mm-hmm. uh, from Amherst when he was drafted. Uh, you know, Kyle Hoppy. We remember when he was drafted by the Orioles. You know, had a little bit of shot there, and then wound up coming back to Buff State to play uh, play football. Yep, we got yeah. Phillips right now, who's uh, who's got drafted, who was Cleveland Hill, also went to uh, St. Bonaventure. Uh, we've got Dan a lot Dallas. of things going on, Dan Dallas. Absolutely, there's a lot. We probably should get some better updates and see exactly where they are now. Some of them are still playing. Some of them aren't. Um, that's a homework assignment. It, it, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but <laughs> I think that's exactly message. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are good. They're so much- <laughs> really good. And by the way, I had had a conversation uh, yesterday uh, w- with the uh, a school official, and uh, we we're sitting down talking. He says, "I got to ask you, that Tom Prince is he the same one who played for the Bisons?" <laughs> I said, "That's probably the most commonly asked question." No. Tom, you did not play for the Bisons. I didn't, but I, I, it, we talked about this. But I, I, I think when you were uh, when you were out, and it was when I first started and I first came here to Orchard Park. It was we used to have a call up system in the little league, mm-hmm. where if you were in this one division, the the division above you could call you up and play. And I used to get a phone call almost every night, and it wasn't to call up my son Zachary. It was to ask the question if I was the Tom Prince of the Bisons. <laughs> and then it got led to, well, all right, you can have your kid come then anyway. But that was the big question always first. That's awesome. A couple other things. Uh, Class B baseball, our buddies down at Roy Hart fell yesterday to Section 4 Seton Catholic. They are done. Class D, Brockton fell 3 nothing to Deposit Hancock, also out of Section 4. So we have no more baseball teams left fighting for state championships. Then on the girls' side... Uh, right now, Iroquois is down five nothing, I believe, Ew. in the fourth inning. Uh, they they're playing a team out of Section Eleven. Uh, that's a Class A and Class B. Olean, I'm sorry, Olean is losing right now, not Iroquois. Excuse me, Still Olean is losing uh, right now to Ichabod Crane. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just go right to Halloween. <laughs> exactly. So, and then Class C, Chautauqua Lake. Uh, they start at eleven thirty, and Class D, our North Collins team. Uh, they're at one thirty today. Everything will be decided today. And I know Roger's down there uh, from Glen Falls texting us updates, so thank you for that. A lot of things going on in track as well. Um, just take a look at our Facebook page. Yeah, Niagara Falls uh, had somebody do what the 800 uh, did very well. I saw that. I think he placed in a top five or something like that. That was, uh, I had uh, Malik Brooks from Lockport finishing in fifth there. 
Yeah, okay, so, I got to dig it up. Uh, what about lacrosse? Up. Where are we with lacrosse? Where are we with lacrosse? Francis, where are you? I need some updates. <laughs> Francis Figures is he's... out and about. Uh, no, Francis is out and about covering. He's up at St. John Fisher. Um, so he's supposed to be sending us some uh, updates soon. Oh, how so about maybe uh, we'll get him in the second segment? Big congratulations to St. Francis uh, in baseball. So St. Francis is your Georgetown Cup winners. They uh, swept St. Joe's in two straight games. Uh, congratulations to the Red Raiders. Uh, Tom, I heard that second game was something. Oh, unbelievable. And, and, and you know, I got to tell you, I, I'm a little honored myself. I've got the chance to coach Brett Hilton, who is a phenomenal kid. Uh, family, phenomenal family. But I had the chance to coach him when I was a part of the coaching staff with the Orchard Park Heat. And uh, to see him step up, this was his second game-winning hit. He had a pinch hit home run for a game-winning hit earlier in the season. Then comes up with a big single uh, for a uh, you know game-winning walk-off base hit to win the cup on one of the biggest stages inside Coca-Cola Field. Wow. You can't ask for a better no, scenario you than that. You can't. So, so <laughs> that's outstanding. Brett Hilton, great job. Very proud of you. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got a little bit more of news and notes, and then we're going to talk uh, some of the Kenmore East, Kenmore West alumni game that's coming up, and we'll have some other stuff as well. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. How can we go back to the dead? <laughs> Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with Frank Wolf and Tom Prince. We are also joined by uh, Sean uh, Mangold from Kenmore West and Brandon Kempis uh, from Kenmore East, a couple of alumni. We're going to talk about the alumni game coming up. Uh, Frank, we were finishing off with the uh, news and notes. Did you have anything else before we move on? Nothing earth-shattering. <laughs> Boy, you guys are lucky you don't hear what's going on during the breaks. <laughs> the stories that I hear. But that's that could be a show, by the way. In fact, it probably should what be. What we just talked about during the break? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your parents are brutal. You're you're killing everything involved with They're ruining sports. you sports. You're ruining uh, it. You know, no no simple way other to put it is you're ruining new sports, whether it's at the coaching level or at the parenting level. What's the sign say? You show up, let the coaches coach, let the players play, let the refs and umps do their thing. You as the fan, you applaud when your team scores or wins. That's it. Don't, you know, don't act like you just won the Super Bowl. Uh, don't yell out, easy out when uh, when a batter's up. That one, that Tom, I got to tell you, that one gets under my skin more than anything. Or drop the ball when there's a fly ball in the air. You got to understand that the kid that you are making fun of, his parents, his or her parents are in the stands too. And you really think they want to hear that? No. It's, again, if you think that winning that nine-year-old game is that important and is going to just change the life of your kid, then we got to have a conversation anyway. If there's a scout... At a 9U game or a 10U game, he's there for one reason, one reason only, to watch his own, own kid. kid. <laughs> or to get some hot dogs and pizza from the stand. He's got he's nothing else going on. Because their stand's better than the one at the high school game. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tony, there was something to pass along. This is from uh, Dr. Robert Zayas from New York State Public High Schools. He mentioned yesterday in a tweet that Kathy Allen, uh, the longtime softball coordinator, will be resigning at the end of the 2019 uh, season. So next year, Kathy Allen is stepping down as the softball coordinator. She's been uh, just awesome for the sport of softball throughout the state, so we do wish her well. But she'll be back for one more season. Okay. 
All right, let's get into talking about the Kenmore East, Kenmore West uh, alumni game. And I see pictures of this on Facebook uh, every year. It was a Jim Conlon, if my is that correct? You know, he's a, a Facebook friend, and he'll post and. These aren't young guys then, uh, that are putting on equipment and getting out there. And I'm just like sitting there cringing. Thinking, Man, I could never go through that again. Uh, you guys got them from all ages out there. And it looks like they're having fun. Oh, they are. They are. They're having a lot of fun. <laughs> you got to wonder, though, how in shape are some of these guys? I mean, do they like, need to be substituted after every other play? Uh, there are some guys that... Uh obviously are just in there to uh, be around guys and practices not so much the game and uh, you do have some guys though that you have to tell them that they have to come out of the game every now and then so <laughs> yeah because well, their tongue is dragging on the uh, yeah. on the field yeah. like yeah, yeah you might want to take a break still, so they want to go uh, all game but relive those old glory days yeah, but for the most part the guys are really good you know with letting other guys get in or knowing when to pull back and where your limits are but how many guys do you guys have coming out for uh, for both squads um our team, Cumber West, we've had a pretty consistent uh, 30, 32 guys every year. Wow. And I know Brandon can speak on uh, how East has had their numbers increase over the last three years. This is our fourth year playing the game. So. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we started off a few years ago when I first started playing. Uh, our numbers, we, I think we had 18 guys, uh, barely enough to you know, get through the game. Uh, the next year we had, we built it up to about 20 22 guys last year we got all the way up to 25 this year we're up to 34 wow um and maybe you know there might be another one or two that come in you know late here that uh that'll join us but yeah we're we're excited about that so what are the actual rules though i mean did you have to lace up when you were in high school like if you didn't play high school football for ken west or ken east can you still participate um yeah um as long as uh, our team, I know, as long as you uh, went to Kenmore West, uh, you're all in. I mean, you know, you didn't have to play football necessarily in high school. You had it's to be just, there for uh, a full year, a month, because I mean, I know sometimes kids would come in and you, where did Johnny go or where did this guy go? Yeah, I mean, there's some guys, you know, obviously that I don't know. I mean, like you mentioned with uh, Jim Conlon, he uh, he was a uh, '60s guy. I mean, he was on the undefeated team at Kenmore West, and uh, so. You know, obviously, I don't know everybody on the team. So, if you just mentioned that you went to Kenmore West, you know, one year, two year, graduated all four, you know, you're in. You as far as you told me you goes. graduated in '96. I graduated in '96, and I believe you were the quarterback at Ken West back. I was. Either. Okay, uh, who else did you play with? 95. Was David Leventhal on your team? David Leventhal was on my team. Okay. Yeah, uh, he was a year after me. He graduated the year after, but he was on the team that went to uh, Rich Stadium the year after I graduated. Did he not come back for one of these alumni? He did. Games? He came back for our very first one. Excellent. How did you guys come up with the idea, hey, let's uh, let's relive the old glory days and have an alumni game? For some reason, I picture uh, a Kenmore East grad and a Kenmore West grad arguing at a bar over beers, over uh, who did what, and, oh, yeah, well, let's let's get on the field and let's see. Uh, how did this thing start? Um, I was coaching at Tonawanda uh, Youth Football, and um, they were having the TNT alumni game for a couple years uh, while I was coaching there and a couple of guys that were playing knew that I coached at Tonawanda and said you know why don't you play with us on our team and I said you know I went to Kenmore West I didn't go to Tonawanda but they said well you, you coach in Tonawanda you know it's fine it's not gonna be a big deal so 
I said, okay, you know, I'll just be, I'll be on the team. I won't play that much. I just I'll be part of it with you guys. And uh, didn't you wait? Like, didn't you feel a little dirty putting that Tano on the jersey on? They asked me. To play <laughs> well, that's just it. They asked me to play quarterback at Tanawanda, and I said I'm not playing quarterback. They must have been hurt. I didn't go. There. They were hurting for numbers. I mean, um, Tanawanda is a small area to begin with, and as far as North Tanawanda goes, they had they had numbers, they had size. Um, so I, I, you know, I did that one year, and I'll tell you, right after that game, I said I have to get this going with uh, Ken Maurice. Ken Maurice. So is is the actual organization the at alumni football? Is that alumni football USA? USA. Okay, so that's the umbrella you guys fall under. Correct. Y- you probably got to pay a few bucks to play to cover insurance costs. What about the securing the field? Because you're playing at Crosby this year. Yeah, we're playing okay. at Crosby Field. Uh, no, and the get the new turf put in last year. The date is Saturday, June twenty third at twelve noon. It's coinciding with Kenmore Days. Correct. Okay, so you'll be out there, Brandon. You're going to bring your Kenmore East kids. Oh who, yeah. yeah hey, we'll let me just there. ask you this question: Have you ever beaten Kenmore West? <laughs> when you were at Ken East, I have not personally beat Kenmore West right. ever. I just wanted to ask. I, you, you know, my know? brother played ball. Um, he was more of a you know standout than I ever was, okay. um, but. He's never so, had the pleasure of beating West either, and you he's Bulldogs, actually playing this year too. So these Bulldogs alumni are out there listening. You guys got to do this for Brandon. Uh, you, know yeah, you know, I I they got to do it for so. Brandon. I hope so. Rally, Sean, rally around us, and yeah. As a Blue Devil, did you ever lose to Kemmer East? Um, this is part of what drives uh, me personally every year because no, I have never lost Woo. to Kemmer East. <laughs> Where's Francis? Because <laughs> Francis went to Ken East. I mean, you know, Did I went he? To, yeah, he's a Ken East guy, and I'm a Ken West guy. And there was going to be a little bit of a, a bet, side bet. You know, whoever loses this game has to do like 100 push-ups in studio. Oh, that's not fair because so, you have the uh, historical advantage. Thank God. or else he wouldn't be making the bet (laughs) that's about it listen if somebody else agrees to the bet knowing it i mean hey they agreed to it yeah yeah that's true francis is out doing some uh i don't know i just think you're taking advantage of the poor kid yeah a little bit he's not here today (laughs) frank's like yeah i think i'm gonna go eat (laughs) because i know i'm not gonna be doing (laughs) push-ups you got james mallory right my my money's on francis by the way all right but he's got james mallory and last I checked, James Mallory is still in, still in prime, great shape. Prime shape. James <laughs> Mallory is an unbelievable player. I'll I'll tell yeah. you. That was I think their key focus last year was uh, I would stop Mallory. Put put uh, more guys on the field than is allowed. I suggest maybe twenty one, and load them all up to uh, the right side uh, wherever they're showing power, and, uh, and and try and stop James. Even then, you're probably not going to. He'll just reverse field, and then you guys are going to be waving bye bye. Well, I got you know, an idea. We had a good accomplishment last year. We focused on on James, uh, and we we contained him pretty well. Uh, I don't even I don't think he scored last year. No, I think he got uh, close, but I don't think he scored. They did a pretty, um, they did a really good job last year. They with, they uh, had another Mallory. you know they had another guy uh, Dante Robinson come in and take take the lead there and and uh, so now we've we've got to combine look, our focus on two guys now. He this made year. me look really good last year. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> do you quarterback the whole game or do you let other former quarterbacks play a quarter here, a quarter there? Um, I pretty much quarterback the whole game, but it's not out of you know me wanting to uh last year we tried to bring somebody else in and 
Unfortunately, he couldn't make the game. Okay. Um, have you year, reached same out? Same thing. I'm trying to get other guys. There. Have you reached out to Cell Chief at all? He's now an assistant coach at Kemmer West. He... I have talked to his brother Tim. Okay. Um, no, he's an O'Hara I'm boy. To get to, right. No, I know. Not about playing. Don't try sneaking Timmy into brother, this yeah. game, Brandon. Don't I played, you watch I, Brandon. I went to school with Tim while he was yeah. at uh, middle school, and that was before he went to O'Hara. But um, no offense. Yeah, son. I mean, no he offense. knows about it, but but growing up in Kemmer, Sal was my favorite all-time Ken West quarterback. Sal looked like. Jim Kelly, Joe Ferguson out there. He was, he was awesome. No, Sal was right. great. Yeah, he, he was before me. Yeah, um, yes, and before me too. But my other cousin Joey Catalano also got a chance to play quarterback for Ken West. So I, but yeah, Sal's my favorite. I know. I mean, I'm open for anybody that wants to come in. You know, I don't have a problem sitting half a game, three quarters of a game. You guys have already pra- been practicing. Yeah, uh, we practice twice a week. I know. I think uh, yeah, Brian's team does also twice a week. We start in uh, April. So any yeah. scrimmaging. No. <laughs> no, no, it's strictly uh, we stay no apart pads, until the game. So. Now, no, without no giving any, any, uh, any tricks away, uh, what type of offense and defense will you guys run? I mean, you know, everybody played at different times, so you probably had different coaches, different philosophies, and obviously different plays and terminology. Well, actually, we, we brought our high school coach back, uh, Jerry Tutwiler. Um, when we got this going, uh, he was retired from West. Um, one of our guys, Kevin Kirby, reached out to him, asked him if he was interested in doing it. He came out. He thought it was going to be like a uh, flag football seven-on-seven game or mm-hmm. something like that and realized what we were doing, and he fell in love with it. So he's been ah, cool. involved with us every year. Um, we have another coach, uh, Coach Felgiano, who I went to school with. Yeah. With, uh, in fact, I saw him last year when I watched uh, Kemmer West and Niagara Falls play at Crosby, mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry and I were uh, we always you know kick up uh, conversations on the sidelines. Yeah, it was and, great to uh, see him. Coach Tutwiler's uh, son JJ, he's also uh, helps out with us. But we run pretty much the same offense that I ran in high school, which was weird. Um, as far as first huddle, we practiced year one, and it felt like high school again. I mean, everybody kind of knew exactly what their assignments were. Um, and we've added obviously some some updated stuff as far as uh, throwing a lot, throw more, a lot more, throwing more than even I did in high school, uh, which is crazy. But um, do you get a lot of former Ken East coaches out too? Like like they have Coach Tud come out. Do you have any former coaches? That yeah, actually, our uh, one of our coaches is a '67 grad, um, Jeff Gemmer. Uh, he actually uh, coaches modified, um, and he also uh, does a. He used to do a. Uh, the summer track program in the town. Uh, he, he was one of my coaches uh, in track. And, uh, yeah, he's an awesome guy. He really dedicates his time to, to this and really, really loves doing it. He how enjoys have, it. How have you been able to increase those numbers, just by getting the word out, by people seeing pictures on Facebook of this game? Yeah, it's all, it's all about word of mouth. Um, we've gotten, uh, fortunately, we've got a lot of, uh, the last couple of years, we've got a, a lot of guys that really, uh, enjoy it as much as you know me and Sean do, and uh, they've helped. They've helped me personally get get the word out. Um, and now you know. Now obviously the numbers are up, and we even have uh, you know to piggyback off of what you what you mentioned about the rules and how you can play. Um, there is a uh, age rule where you have to be at least 18 as well. Um, so we actually have. You know some young guys this year. So you can go get somebody that graduated uh, last year. Yeah, absolutely. We we actually have we actually have a few this year that uh, the young guys expressed interest and they want to they want to be involved. They want to stay involved. That'll help you uh, with the speed. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited to have not, we're not to mention they're in better shape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're excited and I'm excited because obviously every year I'm getting older and you know, somebody has got to keep, keep this thing going. Cause it's a good thing. It's, it's good for, you know, the community. It's, and I think it's awesome. I, you know, bravo to you guys for uh, doing this. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to ask both guys uh, to drop some names of some of the players that will be out there and some names that might be recognizable. Frank's already been teasing it by uh, uh, going after Sean with the Kenmore West alumni, but I'm interested uh, to hear from Brandon about the Kenmore East alumni who's going to be out there. Uh, don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. Keep it locked right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. What? What? You what? know what he's trying to do? What? He's trying to get Zachary on the Kemmer East team. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? I, I heard I that. I missed it. I did We were just talking. No, I no. I heard that. <laughs> he's a lineman. We'll take him. <laughs> Mangold, you watch for a kid named Prince on that team. All, right. All of a sudden, we went to Kemmer East. Hmm. How's that happen? We were talking in the break, and Brandon, you say you guys are pretty young. So they got the senior citizens on their side for Kemmer West. You guys at least have the age advantage. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah, like I said, our uh, our oldest uh, player is fifty two, uh, and then the rest are you know early forties is the next the next level. So we're com- in comparison. Yeah, we're we're a little younger. Well, it's going to put more pressure on you guys to step up and uh, keep up with the West guys. Mangled, yeah. you got to keep the I same playbook. Our, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we've added some wrinkles. Obviously, we have to Statue know, of Liberty play. I do. I'll tell you what, guys. You know, it's practice, so guys bring up trying to practice these crazy plays, and uh, sometimes you know we keep them. Sometimes they're just leave like, the trick right, plays you know, at home. Yeah, leave, we're not doing that. You're crazy. Uh, any rules defensively? Are, are you able to blitz uh, whenever you want? Uh, do you guys try to? look at a safety aspect of it and say okay no blitzing how's that work uh well they they uh base it off of high school rules um but they also uh for safety purposes uh no there's you have to have a certain amount of down linemen um and there's no there's no blitzing from the uh from the linebacker position um the guys have to be down uh defensemen have to be down in a uh uh, at least a two-point stance. Kemmer uh, West doesn't know anything about that. They 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 had that radar defense, two, uh, standing up and shooting the gap. So you're going to make them uh, uh, throw Jules, Jules Jakubovic's playbook away. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see how it is. Everybody's very, uh, you know, respectful of of the rules, and uh, you know, knock on wood, we we haven't had you know too many you know major injuries, and I think that's you know because you know the guys that are coming out to play. Uh, know that they have a job to go home to and in a family and you know they keep that in mind and they do respect the the rules so but to overcome that competitive nature it's tough. It is oh tough. Well, that's man where, that's where it's the injuries tough. do come from yeah when they, when they do uh happen it's mostly guys you know pushing themselves a little bit and they injure themselves and more more so than getting hit and getting hurt well the thing that i fear is is that you know you're not getting any younger and uh your muscles aren't what they used to be you know and sometimes you're tired you can't lift that head up and that can be dangerous yeah absolutely 
So hopefully the guys all keep that in mind. Do you keep a trainer on hand to uh, help out? Um, Alumni Football USA, um, I think, handles that aspect of it. I know, uh, you know, we're all grown men now, so we have wives uh, at times that are uh, a certified trainer or, or, or a nurse, so they'll be at the games and they'll be on hand to help out if anything happens. Now you know you're yeah. at an alumni game when you don't see water on the sidelines. You see, uh, you know, Labatt Blue Light, and <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit different from uh, from um, the high school days. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you, you what though, Kemal Reese last year had a a pretty stringent rule about uh, no uh, no liquids on the field except for water. That was yeah. Because of the turf. Yeah, you can't use field, uh, so. most turf fields. You can't bring yeah. uh, 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 colored Gatorade. You have to use the clear thing. Gatorade or water. Yeah. Yeah. We have that for our little league field in Niagara Falls. That rule, so I can understand that. You know, a lot of money invested in that uh, carpet. You don't want to get yeah. it stained. I imagine it'll be the same. You know, this year because they've got the new turf as well. So, do you guys uh, do uh, social afterwards where everybody gets together and? And uh, hangs out and tells old war stories. Yeah, last year we um, last year we actually uh, majority of us had headed over to uh, Caputi's over on Sheridan Drive. Popular um, spot, yeah. But this year, uh, Sean could probably you know speak of this because he's uh, kind of built this into the Kenmore days. But I think he has something lined yeah, up. Yeah, they uh, um, were able to work with us as far as after the game. Uh, they got the beer tent over at Kenmore Days, and they got uh, areas in Mang Park and. And then they said that we'd be able to use um, a portion of that for our uh, after party today, or during the game, after the game. Uh, we usually do also have um, our team. Uh, we do fundraisers um, throughout the course of the year leading up to the game. And uh, we always have a, de- um, a designated um, place that you know we'll, uh, we'll have our, our fundraising uh, amounts go to. Uh, we have a team dinner before the game, um, an after party uh, after the game. I mean, it's a big social event. Sure, I could imagine. You know, you guys may be rivals, but a lot of you grew up playing maybe in the same little league baseball, football, basketball, whatever. Uh, so you guys have known each other and about each other for most of your lives, and then of course you're you know as rivals during high school and and after high school. You know, relationships continue, so it's a great thing to be able to get back together with people that you haven't seen maybe in a while and be able to tell those old stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got guys from out of state that come in and play. Uh, You know, they'll travel back from uh, Florida. Uh, We've had uh, New York City, uh, Maryland. Um, You know, we got guys that this is when they come back. How about uh, old teachers? Do they uh, uh, come back and, and, and watch and, you know, tap you on the shoulder you never finished that assignment I gave you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, they they do come out. They do come out. They uh, they support. So uh, and hopefully this year will be, you know, like like the player numbers. Hopefully the fan numbers will uh, will come up as well. What's it cost to get into the game? It's a uh, ten dollar uh, entry fee, uh, and kids uh, ten and under are free. And once uh, again, the date and time and field uh, June twenty third at Crosby Field. Uh, the game's at noon. All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming to the studio. It was a lot of fun uh, talking, uh, yeah, you. you know, history of the game. And, uh, you know, so best of luck to you guys. Tom, thank you as always. Uh, we'll see you within uh, the next couple of weeks. I guess what we're going to get into is a lot of the all-star stuff. So, you know, get to work on that. I know all Western New York uh, uh, Athletics has been hard at work at this stuff. So that's going to be coming up uh, soon. Thank you to Derek Kramer. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.